not yet. And we are live again. This is the Texas Steampunk Connection and coming to you once again from our various <laughs> bunkers and airships. With me as always is Dax and Jack. Say hello, guys. Hello, guys. Hello. <laughs> Come on. This is also not this is not just a visual media. We also have just regular listeners on the stream without pictures. So you guys have to talk. <laughs> okay. I mean we can we can describe ourselves in you know full detail. Oh. Yes, I am the, you know, of course, you know, a manly man. <laughs> so and I'm the rough so anyway. Yes. <laughs> My hands in everything. Polished erudite of the three. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, polished. That's what we'll call it. Emery board <laughs> polished. From our separate houses because I'm concerned for your smell. Mm. Rita, our favorite watcher, listener. Hello. I don't know what we call those. We just have a glass of water. Um, I'm sure. Ooh. Fan? We can become a fan. Oh, wrong way. How about that? Okay. And well, as we were saying last time we were on, we were we were gonna we were gonna watch Enola Holmes and discuss it this time around. And for this purpose, I brought in and asked a guest to join us. You may know her, you may love her, you may hate her. She may have put you behind bars at one time. You may <laughs> she, love her anyway. She, yeah. Or you might love her because she put you behind bars. I, I don't mean, know. <laughs> it did give me a nap. That certainly doesn't hate her. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, it takes you, gives you a break. But, she gets you know, me out of all the only... issues <laughs> and conversations. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring her on, and here we go. Her, this is Nicole. Hello, hey. Nicole. Hello. Thank you for joining us. You're, you're, now they may know you as a different name, like Mataget, or what's your uh, character Natalie, name? Natalie McTavish. <laughs> Yeah, Natalie McTavish. She's the one who puts you behind bars, probably, if you're yeah. a Steampunk November. You're Steampunk do you do November. that anywhere else or just Steampunk? Uh, I just I just do Steampunk November. So Okay. Okay. You've been there and you've been put in jail. I probably put you there. So, so special. I feel so special. I know. I put you in jail lots of times. <sighs> well. Should we call you Natalie or Nicole here? Um, you can call me either one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Natalie. We'll talk with an N. Don't sound like your parents or something. Well, my, if I had a hey, sister, Drew. she would have been Natalie. So, but I don't have a sister, so I made a character named Natalie. Well, that answers that question. All right, moving on. <laughs> uh, if you hadn't seen it already, on your the right side of your screen, there's a comments, and you can see everybody who's chiming in saying hello to you oh hi hi guys so, <laughs> hi jim yeah, jim jim rita and has said hello um yes. drew is asking what happened to your face stacks mind <laughs> your business drew no I, it, <laughs> it, it's it's uh, it's been a while now but uh yeah it, it it all came off because of the summer heat the masks and everything and uh Good Lord, my, my hair has gotten all crazy because I can't go get a haircut anymore without. That's what you're. That's what hats are for. So, Drew, that's that's what the deal is. <laughs> so as usual, we always start off with what what are we drinking? I have found a new beer. This is this is actually gonna, you might like the name of this one. It's called Full Grown Jack. It is an imperial stout with pumpkin spice. Mm, pumpkin spice. I figured this Ooh, is tis the season for his pumpkin spice. And um, I've tasted it, and boy, it has pumpkin spice in it. And I tell you what, you can smell it, and you can definitely taste it. So maybe a little bit too much pumpkin, pumpkin spice. spice. You're talking about like a lot of clove and ginger, or does it taste like squash? Um, I'm thinking clove and ginger. Oh, good, good. Okay, <laughs> I've had. Doesn't both. taste like squash. Yeah, but it's definitely you can definitely taste the, the pumpkin spice in this and smell it. So I'm, I'm not even sure I'm drinking a beer, mind you, because uh, <laughs> it doesn't taste like there's no alcohol flavor to it at all. So if you like pumpkin spice, this is a good. <laughs> this is the one you want. <laughs> Full grown Jack, Imperial uh, Stout with pumpkin spice. Come on, basic white girls. We gotta get in on this. I'm with you. <laughs> That's right. 
<laughs> and it has your name in it too, Jack. Uh, I mean, <laughs> your beer. Yes, but I also have an inner white girl that loves pumpkin spice stuff. So, I am, so I'm this all is for it for you. It is made for you. <laughs> you run yes, out thank and you, get Rita, it, Jack. Yeah, I, I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you speaking of? So what are you drinking, Jack? I am drinking a homemade. Oh, you know, I had the name until you just asked. You, you put wine in like juices and such. And sangria? so, it's, yeah, it's a sangria made by my mother in law. <laughs> it apparently, really uh, makes a good one. <laughs> and it's very strong. So, like, okay. Yeah. Homemade sangria. So homemade awesome. sangria with a Merlot. So, Ooh. it's, it's uh, yeah, no, that's a good word to say. <laughs> Merlot. It's got a lot of like, Merlot stuff to it to make it sound ooey. That's what I'm drinking. How about you, Thax? Oh, thanks for asking. It's it's becoming the winter season. I have a standby that I I swear Convict. by. Oh, Tom Hill Oatmeal Stout. Is that because we have someone oh, here that puts people in jail? Uh, <laughs> it's because I'm on here today. You know, I was going to do research on why they call it Convict Hill, like the the part of Austin that this is named after, but I yep. forgot. I think <laughs> I forgot. I think it really does have something to do. It really has something to do with a jail or something like that. Yep. I, yeah, I, I, I think so. remember hearing something about it. Yep. But uh, this is made and, by yeah, Nicole Missouri, right here in town, mm -hmm. uh, just southeast of uh, on I thirty five and Ben White. Ooh. Uh, and it is delicious. I look forward to the winter season every year for this. Oh, Lord. That's always a good choice. I like that beer too. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna you have to make a pilgrimage. You're making it sound so good. I'm writing it down because I want to try it. So <laughs> no oh, problem. You can find it in any H E B uh grocery, but cool. It's thick. I love it. All right. I forgot, I forgot to mention this one I'm drinking is from Topps Brewery out in McKinney, Texas. So oh, it's actually you know, it's a Texas beer as well. That's in my neck of the woods. Topps Brewery. Oh. I'm just drinking a go. good old classic Coca Cola. <laughs> you no know, problem. we don't judge Back here. In the day, they used to have actual Coke in that. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it can't be real classic Coca Cola. Mm. I nope. mean, yeah. there's only so much cocaine we need in a day, right? Yeah. <laughs> It says you. I'm exhausted. I can you look at me up. I can't take Don't say that with her hair. She went there. We have law enforcement on the line here. I mean, paid, I'm, I'm, paid I'm, 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 I'm the highest I'm, bitter law enforcement. I'm, I'm mobile, so, you know, I'm hard to find. Also, like, you're talking to the law enforcement that's drunk half the time because well, that's literally. Perfect. <laughs> So I can't really say much. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, Rita's actually. Is it? No, let's see. Yep, Tups. Yeah, Tups. So Rita's been there. Nice. The, the brewery? So what that's what she is? says. Been to Tups. It's a cool place. Cool. Okay. So, so that was our drink beer talk, uh, the podcast within a podcast. Thank you for joining us. Usually <laughs> takes about anywhere from eight to twenty-five minutes. We've where we've actually finished it uh, about on our minimum side. So we're doing good. We got yeah, good timing. Yeah. Yes, yes, we are. So we should we should get down the brass. What we were going to talk about? There was a move. There was a movie that was uh, put onto Prime Time. Oh, Amazon Prime, I believe. Yes. No, Netflix. All no, yeah, it's on Netflix. Net it was on Netflix? Netflix, yeah. sorry, my bad. I get them all mixed up. They're all, it's on the TV. That's all I know. <laughs> I hit the but buttons and things happen. The day after our last show. Yes. Yes, it so, did. So we have we have plenty of time to watch it, and we all did, I believe. Jack, did you watch it? I did. Jack did. Okay. And we know Nicole did, because that's why she's joining us today. Yes. <gasps> We've been aficionado. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yes, there was a Holmes. There's going to be some spoilers. Definitely yes. spoilers. Yes. <laughs> I don't think you we can't talk really about not spoilers. talk about this movie without it having the spoilers. There's I know. Just, 
exactly too many little nuance everything's that made this this shit this movie I, I was hoping it was gonna be a series and then it turned out to be just a two-hour movie and i'm like less of a two-hour movie yes best two-hour movie ever at least perhaps they'll recent. make perhaps she'll make more right yeah. i hope they they left it off to where they they could so i I'm think i heard they've already started uh working on the script or or they've 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 greenlit the sequel. I think. Cool. Wow. Cool. Awesome. Before we get into that, we need so, to get into the beginning. Right. Yes, we're, we're of course. So yeah. <laughs> yes. So Warning, yes, it's called Enola Holmes. If you Holmes. want to watch it beforehand, please turn us off. Yep. Or we're going to spoil everything yes, for you. Can you. Always, you can, yes, you can always join us later. Maybe not live, but you can come back and listen to us later. Because yep. we will be on the Facebooks and we'll be on the podcatchers and, and, and YouTube. So you'll you'll be able to find us later. Yep. Or we could pause right now, real quick, for two hours. No, not just kidding. Everyone <laughs> <laughs> go watch it right now. <laughs> we'll wait. Just, just we, we'll, we'll wait. wait. <laughs> okay, so let's let's, uh, okay. let's start with sort of an overview. What is Enola Holmes? Enola Holmes is a story about Sherlock Holmes' younger sister. Yes. Who I think I heard about having him a younger sister from a previous from another show. They might have mentioned the sister. I don't remember if they said if they showed her or anything. If that, that BBC one with um Bumberbatch or Lumberjack or whatever it's Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. Bandersnatch? <laughs> Bandersnatch, yeah, something. Con. I think they I think they might have mentioned a little a sister in that show, but I don't know if she ever showed up in that show or not. Uh, not that I remember. Or I vaguely remember someone mm. being I or I vaguely remember someone being in an insane asylum that could have been her. Um, but, I don't <laughs> but anyway, it's a different person, a completely different person. Now, this is Enola Holmes. I think there's also been a series of books written about her, which is what this is based off of. I think right. apparently so. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And it was it was the, the late the, and the girl who, and the girl who played her. I forget her name. You should know. Millie, her name. Millie Millie Bobby Bobby Brown. Brown. Yep. And she was number eleven on Stranger Things. Yes. Um, I would like to point out that half the cast of Harry Potter is also in this, or at least it felt that yes. way. <laughs> as well as Henry Cavill from The Witcher and Superman. And I was just like, oh my God, he's in it and she's in it and that person's yeah. in it. No, it's, as soon as I saw Helena Bonham Carter, I was like, yes. this is going to be good. This is going to be great. Wait, so you know Helena Bonham yeah. Carter because she was in Harry Potter? No, no I know no, Helena Bonham she Carter okay. because she was in Merlin. Like from the '90s, Merlin. That's how I originally know Helena Bonham Carter. And Is she in that? Yes, she played uh, um, the sister. No. No. Okay, because I don't think the, it was my... the '90s, like TV, uh, like TV movie with had had like Sam Neill in it, and uh, also Helena Bonham Carter in it. Okay, I'm gonna go find pictures of her. Yes, she plays. Uh, the sister, the witchy sister. I don't remember her name right now. The, cast the witchy sister. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Cast the witchy sister. So we're talking. We're talking about she's 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 Anola Holmes' mother, right? That's yes, one. That's what you were Anola talking Holmes. About. Yes, she's Anola Holmes' mother. Um. No, she's great. And <laughs> she was. She was. Eccentric, I guess you could say. Yes, the fact that she named her daughter alone backwards, mm -hmm. and that's like the the preface of the movie. They started off with "My name is Nola," which is alone backwards. And I'm yep. like, okay, where is this going? <laughs> which is, it, it, I, I really, I was really fully explained so far. Yeah. Uh, except that, um, I mean. Through process of the movie, that they, they established that alone does not mean lonely, right? Yeah, it's okay to be independent, and and that's really the. the it was kind the, of nuanced to us wrong, I, on purpose that way, so that at the end they could give that reveal. Right. Is, is that the only reason it's her, her name is 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 Enola? I feel She's like a single independent more. woman who needs no man. No, she won't. <laughs> right. So yeah, safe to say. I, I mean, I, I really liked. I really liked the movie. I don't think I was an actual target audience for it, but I still enjoyed it a lot. <laughs> I think well, so, the the novel series that was based off of it was young adult. So obviously, yeah. young adult yeah, female. Yeah, yeah. 
However, I was not mm-hmm. expecting them. Okay, when I when I heard about this coming out, I did not do any research on it. I did not like. Oh, that sounds cute. I'm gonna. Lo- I'm looking forward to it. And then I went on my three weeks of working so hard. I didn't. I never like even looked up who was going to be in it. So everybody, as they showed up on screen, was a surprise to me. Especially the, the girl they got for being a Nola. Like, oh, this could be fantastic. And honestly, this is her kind of. Tea, cup of tea and the fact that she would break the fourth wall oh, yeah. like you were standing there with her like getting in trouble with her was fantastic that was a lot of fun uh towards the end of the movie mm-hmm. i kind of wish she broke that fourth wall more like she yeah. broke it a whole lot at the beginning and then closer to the end of the movie she didn't break it as much and i was like i kind of wish there was a little more breaking of the fourth wall also rita with uh, Morgana going back to the Merlin story, you're right. It's Morgana. You're right. Oh, she played Morgana. Well, of course she played Morgana. <laughs> of course. I'm wondering what happened was is when she started working with the uh, the boy, uh, the, the young lord, yeah. that she didn't need to break the fourth wall anymore, story-wise. Right. They, right. She already had something she could narrate wall. to to explain things. They used that fourth wall to exactly as you say, draw you into the story and make you feel like you're a part of it. But once you're committed, once you're in it, it's not necessary yeah. anymore. Yeah. I mean, it's and not it, like House of Cards where it's, they don't, you know, you're in on the joke, and but it's like that ha-ha buddy-buddy thing. And then right, this was, this was completely different and I liked it better because I felt like I was actually reading a novel when she would do it because it was not a talking head that was telling you everything that's going on. It was her, like she was reading it to you, or, right, or explaining what was happening and what, yeah. or what she thought, why she thought she, what she was doing, or whatever, why she was doing what she was doing, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it was, it was like I said, overall, I think, I mean, it definitely, I think it definitely falls into the steampunk category. We can definitely adopt it as a steampunk show. I mean, it's a, you know, as a steampunk movie, um, it had, I think it, it had the the right elements. Well, it's definitely mm-hmm. in the right time era, too. So, time era. We had cool technology um, that was coming into play. Yeah. Mm hmm. And she was. Yeah. She was like, yeah, that's the punk part. She's, she's you know, single girl on her own, don't need, you know, in that time period. Yeah. Doesn't. Definitely. I don't need to know how to And song. her mom, especially. Her mom was, her mom was definitely yeah. um, different. Maybe, maybe bordering on crazy. <laughs> what, eccentric because she's you know when it starts I think they call rich around, ex- eccentric. Out. I was like <laughs> she would, every time she would like get on screen she'd like really look at the screen I'm like we don't talk about Fight Club That's, I wanted her to say I wanted hella but I wanted her to say that because it was like it was that serious of a thing like I'm a revolutionary we yeah. don't talk about this we're gonna blow up buildings right and like in that that time era too she would have even been seen as even crazier because she was fighting for the woman's right to vote so not only was she eccentric in everything that she did with enola you know she was also a revolutionary fighting for women's votes so she must be crazy which is evident by mycroft mycroft's idea of his mother is you know what has she done now what has she done to the house now like Right. Yeah, Mycroft well, definitely made me hate white people, white men, white older men again. However, it really reinforces what I said last last episode about wanting an wanting a TV series about Minecraft. And literally, it's now we have the ability to throw in not just Sherlock Holmes coming in and wrecking all of Minecraft's weekend plans, but now the little sister coming in and wrecking all his weekend plans. And that same like over the top <laughs> like thief villain. Why are we doing all this? Go home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Howdy, Scott. Thanks for joining us. Hi, Scott. Um, also, um, the Morgan Le Fay reference, that's another name for Morgana. So, yes, that's correct. Yeah. It's like my favorite movie of all time. So, yeah. I, think it was, I, mean, the way, I mean, I just thought it was hilarious. You know, they're playing like tennis indoors and, you know, not giving a shit about any of this stuff inside, just that's breaking sad. stuff. You know, like, that felt I mean, a lot like uh, Pippi Longstocking. Yeah. 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 Surprised she yeah. didn't have a pet monkey. That's exactly what it felt like. So she had a <laughs> well, I mean, she had a pinecone raccoon she drove around. Right. It was a it was a dog. Was it a dog? <laughs> it was Sorry, a dog. It, I didn't know it just looked like a pinecone raccoon. <laughs> she was trying to make it look like a dog, like the queen's dog. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Was, well, probably makes more I mean, sense. Like I said, I. I 
I love, I lo yeah, I love the way she treats the, the mom was, you know, raising her and, you know, well, teaching her to fight by actually throwing punches at her, not, not holding back, um, yep. even for a little girl, <laughs> you know, it's like, that's how you learn to fight, you know, <laughs> there's a, there's a comic book I read where it was like a, t a teen superhero was being kind of trained by an older guy. He goes, it's like, I don't know how to fight. It's like, well, are you alive? He's like, yes. Well, then you're learning to fight. You know? like, you're fighting every day on a molecular level, on a cellular <laughs> level. Because, you know, he, just, he got his ass beat up, but he didn't die. So you're learning to fight. <laughs> Scott, kind no. of thing. I know. It's annoying. What really, uh, what really, I guess, surprised me, it, you know, I, I watched it over the weekend. Um, and I've been thinking about mm -hmm. what we were going to talk about. But only today... Uh, somebody came on and, and asked about uh, the discussion we were going to have tonight and covering uh, feminist issues. And it, it, it only struck me then as like, oh, yeah, this is a completely feminist movie. Oh, yeah. Um, that's, why, but, that's why I asked the call on. I never felt sure. like I was throwing her point of view. head with it. I mean, it, it's clearly got all the, the, the messages, but they all seemed appropriate for the moment or the scene or the period it was it it felt proper and right instead of uh, what a lot of movies i'm seeing lately they're trying to be woke are right. just like missing the plot to to hammer these things these messages in this didn't do that or at least i didn't feel like it did well this one also no, I didn't either. like it also incorporated like a black woman was the owner of a tea shop. A black woman wouldn't have been an owner of a tea shop in that time. And, but you know, that speaks volumes for, you know, a woman or even a colored woman nowadays, you know, especially and then, one that's Taekwondo upstairs. Right. Um, also, yeah, that was hilarious. Also, I don't, the, I don't know if that's so inaccurate in England. Really? Uh, I, I don't know. I'm, right. I'm so familiar with, American and history American and the struggle of, of black people here at that period. Um, I, I don't know if it's really that inappropriate to, to think that a, a black woman could have a tea shop in England. I don't know. That's accurate too. I don't know either. Was a I think the England was a little bit more progressive than we were here in the United yes. States, but you know, but not a lot. They still had the whole class system going, you know, as, you know the study royal and rich people, all them people, like, like Mycroft. <laughs> we're going to wreck the current establishment for, you know, mm -hmm. changing government on how people were held to a different standard. Yeah. That's what, that's why the, the grandmother really surprised me. Cause at first she seemed pretty cool. When she started talking to Enola up in the, in, up in the treehouse. you know, mm -hmm. she seemed cool to me there. And then uh, surprise uh, later on, she completely turns, you know, uh, she was, yeah, like I said, spoilers, people. Spoilers. It's it's. Yeah, uh, I it's think that's into the complexity of uh, the 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 fight for feminism in that period, in probably mm -hmm. England and the U.S., especially in England, where there's so much uh, tradition of a certain way of doing things, and now people right. want to go and change it. I mean, there were a lot of women who yeah. did not want the right to vote, who felt that this is not a appropriate for them and their husbands should be making those sorts of decisions um right not to get too political but i can think of a uh uh supreme couple. court uh a couple of current examples that, that that has a similar philosophy right now so yeah. things, things are well, we're also thinking think, compared to like in, in the united states it wasn't until like the mid 70s 1970s when women were allowed to have their own bank accounts without the husband's permission. That's, yeah. it's not, that's really not that far away or not that long ago. Right, but during, but during the Victorian era and kind of the era that Enola takes place in the United States, there was the women's suffrage movement just to get to vote. Yeah. And so mm -hmm. trying to get a woman's voice into the parliament at that time was very similar to that. And Enola's mother just kind of takes it a little bit to the extreme with, you know, right, bombs. Right, yeah, you know. we need to have it happen now for my kids. Now. <laughs> yeah. So they didn't actually, I mean, they blew something up. I mean, they blew the bombs up. Well, Enola blew the bombs up. So, I mean, they didn't actually get to blow up whatever they were going to blow up. Correct. Uh, I don't even know what they were going to Did, did yeah, they, they show what, what her plans were to what she was going to blow up? I don't or think was that no, no, they didn't. They didn't get to show their no, you know, remember, remember the 5th of November moment that they were hoping for. Right. <laughs> 
but uh, <laughs> I mean, they didn't oh, need to. Parliament. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so actually, yeah. I would like to dig into the actual historical background of this story to see what was going on politically true and what actually happened. I'm assuming because this is a story, actual facts in the, in the movie aren't what really happened and they just had the story plot roll around it. It's like maybe actually that's right. Did it had... give a date at any point that you could look up the year? No, but the Not fact that, that they I used remember. very specific wording for what the um, what the law was that was passing, I think may give us a good a good spot. A reference point. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to okay. go back and pull that up. Hmm. But, uh, that was yeah. It's like I'm, I was, and go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm good. I'm rambling. <laughs> Oh, now I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> at least well, I know. Professionals, it. actually, we're not. I'm complete amateur at this, so you know, <laughs> I do my best. Of all so, the people who are doing this, you've been doing it the longest. You're, yeah, you're that doesn't mean I'm, that doesn't mean I'm good at talking. Or, no, or, or, you're or, I, I talk. I talk well. <laughs> I don't get paid for it. So that does not make me well professional. Do this online, and you know that's the thing. Yeah, but if I got paid, maybe I'd be a professional, but since I don't get paid for this, I'm not a professional. This is a hobby. <laughs> you don't have to be great at it. Yes, <laughs> exactly. But the better we are, the better we are, the more people watch, the more people listen, the more, you know, possible. I don't know if I ever get a Patreon, might get some help. I don't know. <laughs> Cause this stream does not just putting this out, putting this out on the pod streams is not cheap. It's only a once a year yeah. payment, but it's still, you know, because, right. you know, I have to, I still have to pay for it. But anyway, that's a whole different subject. I'm sorry, we're talking about Nola Holmes. Ooh, rabbit trail. <laughs> right, we, I bringing do that. It back. We're bringing it back. On track. So I think, so, um, like what Jack said earlier, he thought it was going to be a series. And mm -hmm. just watching it, I felt like the whole thing should have been a series. You I could mean, have broken it down. At the, at the beginning, had... they started with like chapter one or or Step one of the plan, and then four, yeah. five, six, or whatever, whatever step we're at next. I'm like, hey, yeah, that's an episode. There's an episode. I could see where it broke into pieces, and mm -hmm. I felt like yeah. there was a lot of things that could have been developed more if they had more time that like we would have really enjoyed. Series. Clearly, I was totally. I was totally bought into it at that point. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, in the first 20 minutes, she's just so lovable that you can't not watch her. You're just like, oh, my God, I want to put you in my pocket. And just, uh -huh. you know. <laughs> oh. uh, I kept thinking, she's gotten I'm, so I'm gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, honestly, yeah. I honestly did not recognize her for a while before I realized, oh, that's the girl from, from Stranger Things. I did not recognize her right off the bat because she had hair, you know, and long oh. hair. <laughs> yeah, and then, she spoke. <laughs> then Henry Cavill shows up, and they look like they barely found a suit that might fit him, and he doesn't have. I know, right? His arms are all time. The whole thing's just going to go explode outwards from the seams in every direction. Yeah, well, buttons are going to pop off and take someone's eye out. They got to give a little bit of fan service for us. No, Come no, on I'm now. just saying. <laughs> Another reason why this should have been a series: more Henry yeah. Cavill. There we go. Why he just stood around brooding. While yeah. his brother beat up on him. Although I heard, I heard. Go ahead. I was Nicole. wanting Sherlock to be so much more than yeah. Sherlock was. Like Mycroft took over everything, and Sherlock had no voice. And I'm like, Sherlock's character is so much stronger than this. Mm -hmm. What did but they do Mycroft, to him? I'm assuming what it is. Brother. It, that that is the first thing. It is the older brother. Mm -hmm. Second, you couldn't outshine Enola right now because this is her movie. And third, mm -hmm. I think this is kind of out of his purview, kids. Every time he goes into a story with kids in it, it's always he, he it's like the great mouse detective. That's like the perfect example of of Sherlock Holmes with kids. It's like, <laughs> I'm gonna solve this, but you miss Flanger Hanger and needs to stand over here. Just go away. I'm gonna I'm gonna solve it, <laughs> fix it, and get out and get you out the door. But I think he was kind of just standing back and letting his older brother who I can't remember if he had a family at this point or not kind of just drive until Sherlock would be like, now nah, when this, this needs to change and I don't longer, I yeah, no you... longer follow, but mm -hmm. that moment where he cracks up in the, in the police office 
on his way out with his because his sister beat him. He's uh-huh. like, nah, nah. Okay, here we are. I'm, I'm gonna that, that that sarcastic Sherlock Holmes came out finally that we were all waiting yeah. for. Yep. Yeah, I mean, but but I mean, Sherlock Holmes in the past has been described as a high functioning sociopath. You know, basically not all, and not so not a warm person. Basically, right. but I mean, I think there there's been um there there's been talk about there was a the the homes people who own the homes the homes um trademark ip trademark or, or intellectual property whatever there's they're suing netflix for the betrayal of homes in this particular movie because in because somewhere in the somewhere in the books i don't know where i haven't read all the books or any of the books really all i want to i just never got around to them but somewhere along the lines he does warm up and become a little bit not as stuck up or mm-hmm. cold or whatever and, and that's and that's the part and that's that's and that's the one part of the series of the of the IP that is not open source or um, what do you call it? Free free source or free um, yeah. open domain, source pro- domain open yeah. open source domain open domain or whatever. Domain. Because but yeah, but the, the, you know the cold calculating cold guy. That is the one that that's why everybody can make Sherlock Holmes shows or whatever because that as long as they portray him as that, then that's that's the safe part. But when, mm-hmm. but, the, but the warmer part of him that wasn't set free to the world or whatever for some reason. Well, I'm afraid at this point, uh, there's there's no, I don't think they have it to say. You can't. The, the property is right, too You can't old. put the genie back in the bottle, yeah. The property well, is that's why too I said, like I said, the, to, to yeah, Sherlock Holmes itself, it. yeah, Sherlock Holmes itself is open, but that one particular part, they still held onto it for, you know, legally, somehow, way, I don't know how, but they do. You know, oh. they're suing. They're suing Netflix. Good luck with that. that. <laughs> Well, I'm not saying they're going to win. I'm just saying that's out there. Right. Sure. Go on. Also, like, I'm so used to, like, Benedict Cumberbatch's Sherlock or even exactly. mm-hmm. Robert Downey Jr.'s Sherlock. Mm-hmm. They're, they're so spastic and they're so kind of there. <laughs> They're like hyper aware and almost hyper aware all the time. And this Sherlock, it didn't, it didn't do that. It was like he was taking in everything, though. That's what was getting yeah. to me. It's, like it's a different way of looking at it. Here's the calm Sherlock that is just—he's not going to make a fool of himself by sticking his foot in his mouth, and he's not the one that's going to be right. He, sadly, he—he he doesn't take the limelight the same way. All the others are spastic; they're in the middle of it, and everyone's like flocking around him because he's doing, he's mm-hmm. doing, he's doing. Cavill is just like, I'm I'm a presence in the room that cannot be ignored and I'm taking everything in and everyone just automatic. It's like, it's, a, it's like that real presence of a person okay. who's in control in a room. Everyone can be bickering, but everyone, when that Mac guy speaks, everyone's going to fucking stop and listen. Right. Okay. That's a, that's a good. Point. Yeah. There was also a TV show not long ago that had, um, it was a modern day take on Holmes, like kind of like the like the Cumberbatch, um, but it was uh, I forgot his name now, and it had ah, that Asian actress that I like. <laughs> she was a Charlie's Angel. Oh yes, mm-hmm. uh, Doctor Watson. It wasn't it just called Doctor yeah, Watson. Yeah. Yeah, it was she, and she was Watson. That yeah. was a good show. I like that show. <laughs> I didn't watch that one, um, but it has Lucy Liu in it. I think. Right. It has Lucy Liu, yes. Mm-hmm. As Watson, yeah, and that, that, yeah, it was a really good show. I enjoyed it a lot, and that was a good, decent, portray- decent portrayal of Holmes. Um, and uh, yeah, he wasn't very elementary. That's the name. Thank you, Daniel. <laughs> hi, Daniel. That was the name of the show. That's a friend of mine. So, hi, Daniel. Hey, hey Daniel. <laughs> hi, Daniel. How are you Justin, doing? Justin earlier is a friend of mine too. He's actually just sitting over here. He's my boyfriend. He's over there. Oh, the cat. Ah, there you go. Hey, <laughs> boyfriend. Hi, Daniel. <laughs> Justin, whoever. Justin. No. The cat was over here too. Oh. I don't know where the cat ran okay. off. Justin. What parts of Enola Holmes did you find problems with? Now we're we're kind of uh, nitpicky, I I think at this point because we all agree it yeah. was really good. You liked it. So when Mycroft takes her to that school. At first, she's, you know, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to stand my ground. I'm, you know, she's, she's, she's there. And then as soon as she gets into the, the, um, the carriage, she just mm-hmm. breaks down and starts crying. And she doesn't like, see a way out of it. Right. But that wasn't clear. 
like uh, the, the to me there was such a sudden you know big strong and then all of a sudden really weak i didn't see the 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 transition there there needed to be the get in the car moment where yeah. everyone's yelling at her and then she's just like oh right i have no control i have exerted yeah. my force and it pushed back against me right because i didn't see that like i get that she doesn't see her way out of this but i didn't see that till later and i was sitting there going why are you crying like what happened like i don't understand why this is happening right now like why are you crying <laughs> so this is why this needs to be a series we could add in these little moments Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was probably cut short for time. Um, so many, but points. I'm sure there was. I mean, they never they, they weren't very clear about how much time passed while she was in the school. But I mean, it was kind of like a mini montage of stuff that mm -hmm. she had to go, happen to go through at the school. Right. But I'm mean, sure. I'm sure that it wasn't like an overnight thing. It had to, it had to have been a few days at least, or a week or so before. I mean, the fact that the newspapers before, before Holmes. Yeah, the fact that the newspaper Sherlock visitor yeah. of the missing kids mm -hmm. and then. Right. The fact that the uh, debate was locked down on the bill. And I mean, it, I guess it depends on how fast news traveled. You could actually kind of discern the, the distance on this. I'm assuming probably a week. Um, mm -hmm. But because newspapers from London outwards from London would take at least a couple of days to get places. So. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Fortnite. I mean, I don't have a really, I didn't have a big problem with that, but it wasn't exactly clear how much time passed that when yeah. she was in the school before Sherlock visited her, you know, I mean, obviously, cause she was already, she was going along to get along, you know, and it's just so, so she won't get in trouble, I guess, or just, I don't know, make it easy on her. But then Sherlock shows up and she's like, ah, give me that. And it's just, it goes back to her old self, you know? Yeah. But, but I, I know she didn't, she didn't get broken by the school. She just, you know, I guess went along to, so, to, Fool them, I guess. Right. Fool, which is which is a smart thing to do sometimes. You know, I mean, you, it's easier to find a way out when you're when they don't suspect you. Mm -hmm. No, Scott, they did not have a telegraph show up in this show uh, or in the movie. Surprisingly <laughs> enough, mm -mm. Um, everything was mail. And uh, even if you wanted to send a telegraph, it would have to go to a station and then be mm -hmm. delivered to you. Although mm -hmm. that would be much faster. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yes. That's for what I as, as for what I didn't like about the show, but about the movie is like the only thing I didn't like is it just made me hate older white men more, um, rich white people. I just don't like them because you know, of Mycroft. Jeez, <laughs> you know he was a very effective bastard. Yeah, yeah. I'll admit, Minecraft was very rough, and I don't remember him being portrayed quite that over the top. Except sitting here thinking about it, going, "This little girl ruined my house that I was inheriting, ruined the rooms inside, ruined my memories of my mother because obviously she's gone off the deep end and like messed up my childhood home and the things that I was going to gain and the money." All because yeah. she liked you better in the end, and I'm offended. And as but a from, middle, child, I guess from perspective, I'm like I can see kind of the the playing of the, the family dynamic going on. I didn't see it that way. I saw it as my craft was mad because he was having to be in charge of her, and he she was ruining what is rightfully his, which was his house. I saw it as a very controlling not so much uh mm -hmm. reminiscing type like 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 you kind of could have seen it as i saw it as i have to control this i'm responsible for this so it's going to be ran the way i want it to be ran and the fact that she's not i hate it and so i can't stand her mm -hmm. and she's oh, not being a proper lady, lady. Yeah. <laughs> and she's, she's, she doesn't right. know how to be a proper lady that's wrong you know kind of right thing. yeah no that was something i bristled at at that point She's supposed to be 16, right? Yes. That's mm -hmm. an adult. Mm -hmm. But go off. Make In your fortune. England at that time, yeah. You, right. Go away now. That's it. Except um, she, yeah, but her mother really pampered. Like, pam okay, when I say the word pamper, yeah, you know, fist fights and everything. <laughs> um, her mother kept her very, it's kind of like homeschool. You're not isolated. Yeah. You're isolated. Yeah, so says sheltered. A lot of very, yeah, sheltered and a lot of very specific skills 
and grew up in that mindset. And then all of a sudden this happens. And so, right. She wasn't taught to, uh, the feminine arts. She was never introduced to polite society, which is very important. So yeah, she really didn't have the tools. Um, which I wish they showed more of that. I wish she stumbled more and had more faux pas happen to her in the show because she kind of, the moment she, yeah, she went into a store to buy a a dress looking like a boy. And the woman was like, Oh no, I'm not going to, you know, we're not doing this. Well, how about some money? But I mean, even then, Oh, then all of a sudden she had like perfect posture in that. She, of course, it's a course. It's almost like forced having perfect posture, but she didn't have more faux pas throughout the show. Like she didn't stop and not like she talked to people like the guy with the newspaper, certain people of certain standing would not talk to that guy. And she just, you know, they should have like highlighted that kind of more. It's worse than that, Jack. As a woman talking to a man in the street. Oh, yeah. 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 That's crazy. That where man. is your escort, madam? You are so never, escort at all times. Never had gloves out in public. Almost never had a hat. I'm yeah, pretty sure it's your ankles a few times. I was gonna I was gonna bring it up later, but since we're right here, uh, at the end of the movie when she's talking to to uh, Tewksbury, who is now uh, uh, a lord, oh, and she's he's just they're just talking in the street. And then, oh, and then they start making out. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that would be like call the Scotland Yard, beat them with the billy clubs. This is a woman of questionable morals. <laughs> oh no, I, I don't remember them making out. Too. I missed that part. <laughs> um, when he's on the run, and they and she brings him into her room. Yeah. Oh, yep. That's yep. yeah. That's unheard of. That yeah. was all mad. Of course, it's a it, first off. That, that scene should have gone about as well as it should have because it's a dude going into a girl's room and he's just like, I'm not going to mention this is wrong. Oh, look, her underwear. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm not comfortable going into a girl's room now. I, just, <laughs> I, I mean, it didn't. I don't blame you. Yeah. I'm married and I'm just like, I'm not, I'm just going to. <laughs> Go to my side. I can't see it from here. I'm okay. <laughs> there was something I was going to mention. Oh, and I thought, crap. Sorry. It's okay. I wonder if they made a, a decision about that to say, we're just not going to make a big deal about this because our viewers just wouldn't get it. There we go. That's what I was going to say. Like they probably put things in that because of the modern, the more modern audience that it was Mm -hmm. geared towards. So if you think about the young adult watchers, they're so used to seeing makeout scenes or kissing and stuff that like, it's so normal. So, well, this is also meant for young, young adults and that's something young adults do. Yeah. (laughs) Something older adults do. Yeah. So it's but, everyone, everyone can appreciate or at least relate to that. Right. Whereas, like, if if there was like a big, like, big, if they made a big deal about these weren't the social norms of that time era, some of those, some of the that audience would not, not get that because a lot of that audience doesn't know about the social standards that yeah, were. It would probably distract from the plot and yep, story yep. that would be more important. Right. Yeah, it would be something like, you could do in a super weird, but you wouldn't be able to do it in a movie. Right. So. Well, I mean, it's also kind of the, the punk of it all. It's like basically she's just she just does what she wants to do. Yeah, and, she's throwing out know, all the rules. It's like yeah. I got to get this guy safe. My room is safe. Let's go. And mm-hmm. then he's just like, exactly. I'm careful about this because there's stuff over here. There's feminine stuff and. Oh wait, there's people trying to kill me. You really think people are trying to kill me, or are you just trying to get me in your bed? I mean, it was kind of that was the moment. And then he's like, "Oh crap, you're serious." And you know, so I think I think there was a lot more. It was it was nuanced, but it was there. Yeah, I mm-hmm. I, I don't feel like if we're making the point that she is breaking social norms by doing these things, then you have to establish consequences yeah. and establish this what the true. social norms even are for that to be a good argument. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, 
I mean, they do that with. with <laughs> I thought you were gonna go. Like, oh, you know, a woman of your of your standing, don't you normally own a tea store? And so they do bring it up, but they do it like they knew they like they get almost to the point and they steer away from it because they you know it is a big deal right now, but they are highlighting the fact that it you know certain things are the way they are, and that's something that we're trying to change. That whole story is about getting that thing the vote passed and uh, mm-hmm. getting the kids safe. And she happens to just Did fall in the plot. Right. What Do I remember I... Holmes being judoed by that lady? Did she judo him, throw him down, or push him away or something? Or she, or she is... threatened to anyway. Yeah, the owner, yeah, the owner of the tea shop. shop. No, she doesn't actually do it, but since he knows that she can. All right. Uh, he, he backed off. <laughs> yeah, backed off. One of my favorite lines is from that that scene, actually. Um, yeah, it's a very about... good scene. Doesn't want to change. You don't want to change the government that is benefiting you the most. Mm-hmm. And so, a social order. Yeah. That benefits yeah. you mm-hmm. so much. Yes. So there's yeah. nothing wrong with it. Well, obviously you're, you know, not inconvenienced by it. Right. No. Exactly. I probably just butchered that line, but I got the point across. So. We all. Got oh, we all. Yeah. I think I'm. Yeah. And that's. And it has nothing to do with what's going on today either. I mean, that's. There was no commentary there at all no no <laughs> whatever <laughs> yeah but what else did we not like oh oh so also, I, was, I have i have something that was very nitpicky and it was almost gonna be a problem and then they get a close-up of it and i was like all right this is fine so when they're being chased down by the guy with a shotgun in the hallway oh. and he goes off and you can hear him drop the barrels and he can hear the sound mm-hmm. of the of the bullets being pulled out, and he tosses them over his shoulder, and they tackle on the ground. Well, the actor I know is doing that, and I know they're using a modern shotgun or an older shotgun with modern uh, with a a modern load, but <laughs> because of the plastic clatter, and I'm like, oh my god, really? And then he does it again, and he throws him over his shoulders, plastic clatter again. And then they do a scene, which I'm pretty sure was because of some gun nut on the on the set. It's like, no, we gotta like, we gotta we gotta fix this somehow. And so there's some that he throws out on his feet, and they bounce, and they're brass wrapped in red, which is actually how they would been uh, cartridged, because in 1960 is when they became plastic. I had to look that up. I didn't actually know that, but so they actually did wrap shotguns in black, so you and in red, so you'd know they weren't rifle rounds. And so I was like, "Oh, okay, we're good now. I can rest." Yeah, that's why the, had, that's why the plastic is red, right? I <laughs> had a they, huge problem with that whole gun thing. Yeah. Like when he when he first pops up and starts shooting at him, he lets go like five rounds before reloading. He doesn't care. He's just blowing up someone's house. And and he's hitting things like they're a rifle round, not a shotgun round. And I'm like, what? What weapon is this? Yeah, no, uh, when we were watching it, um, Justin was like, what kind of, what kind of gun is he shooting? I was like, this is a shotgun. Exactly. <laughs> it's a shotgun. But it's, it's, a punk. it's a shotgun. It just makes things explode because they have to use squibs to do it. It was, it was a steampunk gun. There you go. Yeah, oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I like that answer. Yeah, no. I heard the plastic and I was like, no, no. That, that's, the, that's the fault of the Foley artist or the guy who was doing the sound effects. He just didn't realize, you know, he just heard shotgun shell and grabbed that sound. It's in the opening sequence of, I think it was one of the, it was one of the Robert Downey Jr. ones. Uh, the Scotland Yard is doing a raid on one of the, like one, one place. And, you have a guy with this big ass gun come running out of like their carriage and he's got red shells on the side and they're brass shotgun shells. And they made a big deal of showing that off. Cause it was like probably like the only two or three guns they could actually get from a museum for this scene. And <laughs> it really like set the stage of this guy's carrying literally artillery cannon. You know, it's just, he, and they used it a couple of times and it made me very happy, but then they have this, Come over here, just got throwing plastic shells over his shoulder, like <laughs> hunting on yeah. the I also fix that. so easy in post. I know. Ding, yeah. ding. Oh, yeah. Justin said, uh, why is he shooting mid to long range with a shotgun? It, that was that was literally the comment while we were watching. He wasn't yeah, he was he was down the hallways a, a big bit. House, but it wasn't oh. that big. Yeah, yeah, okay. So as someone who works at a rifle or a shotgun range right now on a side shotgun shells 
are a lot harder to shoot at things than they look like. Like everyone thinks like you can do the Terminator thing and just start going off at it. And it takes out like an entire wall. You may no. get that much space out to hit a clay dove at like 50 yards mm-hmm. and depending on your loads, obviously. And you know, the pellets go from everything that's size of, you no, know, a marble or this little tiny cork that I have here to even smaller. And oh, those will stop a lot quicker. Now down a hallway, I mean, even though they're hiding behind that naked statue, that, that no, you still get ricochet <laughs> from lead. I yeah, have, little I, balls, but he, he could have been shooting slugs, like he says here. Uh, stand, I mean, they stand could have up. slugs. He could have had a couple slugs, and that is something that mm-hmm. you know, if you're elephant hunting, you would need or door breaching in that era. I mean, but that's not no that's not what you normally <laughs> or, have. You know, or, or, or hunting teenage children, you know, no big. You know. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll throw that down. Okay. <laughs> oh, so I mean, I, he was he was not a very good assassin. I mean, he was no. he, he was either too he was too too arrogant about his ability or just a terrible shot. I mean, <laughs> or both. I, I <laughs> want to make a comment about how Enola still beat him in a whaleboned corset. Justin made this comment too. Like I'm I'm sitting there watching this movie, and I'm going, she couldn't have done that in a whalebone corset. She couldn't have done that either. Like I'm like. The inconsistency on that one really yeah. bothered me because I know how a whale-boned corset feels and I know how much you can't move in that thing. So I'm going, no, can't do that. That's wrong. Couldn't do that. This is terrible. Like, Yeah, after after sitting there and literally at these conventions we go to, putting on or helping women tie those things in like the backyard mm-hmm. or in you know, whatever, the back rooms, it's just they have like no movement beyond up here. I mean, yeah, just... you can't bend your torso. Come on now. I'm surprised but they didn't make a joke about tying your shoes yeah. after putting the corset yeah. on. Right. Okay. So yeah, no, she tried to put her boots on after her corset. I'm like, you couldn't have done that. It's boots first, then corset. Like <laughs> everyone knows that. If you were a professional, you know what? Yeah. I'll just, I'll I don't. Just I don't wear a corset, and I even know that. <laughs> older clothing. I mean, this is this is telling us things right here. We we we've learned things about historical clothing that a lot of people, apparently even, you know, Hollywood and Netflix don't really take into consideration. Yeah, we do. Every every year at Steampunk November, when I'm trying to put on a corset and some, uh, then I remember I look down and I go, ah, oh, crap! I didn't put on my shoes. And so I have to find something to bed, go. You ask someone next to you, can you like shove those on my feet, please? That's exactly what you do. <laughs> yeah, I'm usually like putting my boot on. Yeah, somewhere. they also made it. They, yeah, as Daniel pointed out, it's like they made a they made a point to show that, that she's wearing the whalebone because it stopped her from getting stabbed. Yeah. You know, so, so it was it's hard enough to stop a knife, but not hard enough to keep her from moving like that. You know, kind of thing. It was a little inconsistent there. And uh, and Hayden Arnold is a fan of yours, Nicole. Hi, Hayden. <laughs> Good to see you, buddy. So let's hate on this movie some more that we love. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, we, I mean, we take the good, we take the bad, you know, and that's just the facts of life. But <laughs> hello, Bloom Carter. Sorry, I made myself laugh for the uh, for the scenes for the mother, and um, she was I'm awesome. Yes, I liked her a lot. Happy at the end of the movie. Yet again, spoiler alert, obviously, but I always want to make that sure when they meet again, and instead of like every other person in this family that already has the idea of oh if we're you know we're logical we're very logical that's how we are helen was like i don't want you to like she was very fidgety about meeting her daughter again after putting her through all this stuff that she knew she was putting her through and didn't know how she mm-hmm. was going to take it and i think that was like a big like that's kind of even she couldn't guess her daughter's mindset on what this would be because this is the largest thing that's ever happened to her uh-huh. and, um i took that very deeply because what if she did that stuff like the Minecraft and Sherlock? And that's like the big scarring moment in their own lives of how, why they don't pay attention to their mother and why they are the way they are to a degree or a major degree, you know, that just, I don't know. I, I'm kind of. I understand old. what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> that's, a, that's another, that's a, I guess that's another movie. How does she raise Sherlock and Minecraft? <laughs> Or maybe flashbacks, maybe. I don't know. Well, it's like but I heard that she, you know, Enola is actually, she had a hand in producing it. So, so maybe, you know, with her, with her, she'll, 
with her help, she'll get more made. You know, yeah. Right. She had a hand in producing it. Helena, okay. or it was, uh, there was just a lot of really good acting, really yeah. subtle mm -hmm. acting yeah, by good actors. That, uh, I mean, like we were talking about uh, Henry Cavill playing Sherlock earlier and his subtlety, um, and then this, and th there's a lot of there's a lot of good, there's a lot of good in this movie. Even even like the head yes. The headmistress of the of the finishing school, the fact that you know, it was so obvious but not obvious that she was obsessed with Mycroft. Oh like, yeah, oh, oh yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, he gave me a thing. Wow, it's a big thing. I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> like, every time they were on screen together, it's like, I just want you to marry me. It was like. Just, yeah, come on, just say it already. We've already been talking for like until since you were like this short. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the, the pine the pine cone puppy was cute and especially it shows up in the end there where Sherlock gives it back to her. That was pretty fun. Because she claimed she didn't remember it. You know, another claim that she didn't remember it, but then when she saw it, she you know, she of course she obviously she knew what it was and remembered it. You know, I don't know why right. she denied remembering it though. <laughs> you know, that one still gets me, but I think after having a kid, um, He'll have a favorite toy for about four or five years, and then, you know, just move on to the next one. You're like, hey, what happened to whatever? And he's like, oh yeah, where'd that go? And then he plays with it for like two weeks, and then he's like, it's back on the shelf again, and he doesn't touch it for another year and a half. And he's like, I wonder where that went. And I'm like, really? Do we? Or when, it, when it comes to if you say we got to get rid of this, you're like, no. <laughs> we have to work on object permanence again. That's what's something we have to work on. <laughs> But, uh, now. Oh well, let's let's quickly. Yeah, we're we're quickly. Well, we're quickly going up in an hour, but I'm perfectly happy to go longer. Oh, um, okay. but Justin just brought up what's what's this Halloween D and D event? Um, <laughs> I'm sure that's something he wants you to bring up. Um, <laughs> I think I think it's because Stan asked him something about it. So uh, Justin runs like a gaming lounge here in Burleson. And they sometimes host D and D games, and so I guess they're talking about having a Halloween D and D night. That oh, okay. So yeah. All right, With that's something that's separate. Said. Well, I was also yeah. bringing that. I, I I changed the subject because Jack has something to say. He's planning something for Halloween, Jack. Right? Yes. So we talked about it last week. I'm pulling up the information I have on it right now. Um, we got a hold of the dance hall, and we talked, and we had we worked out a thing since In Halloween, Creedmoor, right? No, in Where? Copeland, Copeland, Texas. Copeland, it is right sorry. Outside of, it's 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 east side of Austin. Um, there is a bunch of places, <laughs> hotels nearby and whatnot um, in the near vicinity, 10, 20 minutes away tops. And we were looking at like, well, we would love to do a thing here when we can. And well, the the woman who owns the store or you know, owns the place is like, well, I don't have a I don't have a Halloween uh, anything going on because I can't seem to get anyone to do anything Halloween here, and we're just like. Well, isn't that convenient? And we explained what steampunk was to this woman, and she freaked out and thought this was the fan most fantastic thing ever. And so we are doing a uh, Halloween party at the Copeland Dance Hall, and we're selling. We'll be selling tickets very shortly. Keep tuned on uh, Steam Chests Facebook and other places that Steam that Steam Chest posts to on and Facebook. Here. And here, Texas, we, Texas Steampunk Connection. Yeah, we will be doing it again, and uh, we'll be putting on the Texas Steampunk Steampunk Connections uh, site. We will be doing costume contests, modeling, barbecue, the wonderful barbecue. That's actually what this place is famous known for. We sell all a lot of jerky, apparently, and uh, <laughs> we'll be doing pumpkin carving, which we want to have brought, uh, carved a pumpkin to bring it, and there are cash prizes for winning the costume contest and pumpkin carving. Uh, photo shoot op wow. photo shoot opportunities, and I'm looking at finding some vendors who are willing to uh, who want to do some vendor space. This is going to be a very small and event. This is not anything huge, so there are very limited amount of tickets. And we will also have a DJ playing all our favorite steampunk um, bands. So, and we're trying to try to really go with a spooky Halloween flavor to it. So, oh, masks are mandatory. Uh, we will be following mm -hmm. the mandatory the mask rules, which there are some. If you're at your own table, you won't need to be wearing it. If you're up and around doing things, you'll need to be wearing one. Steampunk, that's not hard. Everyone needs a cool mask anyway. Um, 
but yes, it, there will be food and drinks on premises. You don't have to worry about any of that. It's a great place. If you want more information, yeah, they're going to. Go Sorry, go on. Well, they're going to they're, they're going to depend on food and drink sell sales. Yes, I mean, that, yes, that's um, why. Yeah. That is true. So it's so yeah. I mean, it sounds like a good time. A barbecue vendor there, like a food no. truck. Okay, so the place itself, it's a restaurant, dance hall, and bar all in one, and oh. event center. And so it's a big building, and the dance hall itself, it pre. COVID issue times can hold 750 people as a capacity. So we're cutting that down drastically and spacing all the tables out and whatnot. And so there is a dance area. There are, um, there is an area for live music, which we are either looking forward still, or we'll be doing a DJ. Um, we've been talking to a lot of bands and a lot of bands are having just logistics issues right now. And so they're not wanting to do it, really go out of their way to do it. However, that may well, change. It's kind of a short, it's kind of short notice for them, for a lot of them, I think. You know. Yeah. That was have we part. talked to Have you talked to Thawin Th 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 Mills? He might, you know, he's he's entertaining. He's hilariously uh, funny. Maybe I'll have to look up. Uh, the Lex has been doing a lot of the, the footwork on this. Yeah. Since like, I don't know how much of a I don't know how dancing. I mean, you know, he, it's not really dance music per se, but he's very very entertaining. <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, that's cool. I will. I'll get that information from you. But yeah, that's what we're doing. Um, come dressed for, you know, to kill or to dance, however you want to. <laughs> we're, hey, we're, I'm learning to dance. Your wife is teaching me to dance. So I'm not going to just move out there. Maybe you can show off on the, on, the, on the dance floor for us all. We'll just turn the spotlight. <laughs> my, my, my slow learn. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to freeze up at that. <laughs> spotlight. Deer in headlights. But yeah, we're, we wanted but yeah, something so, to do on the whole Halloween that's on a Saturday and is a full moon. So we're finding the safest way. And so we would all like, we would recommend, you know, anyone interested, please hit me up, contact me and I'll get you more information as we come, as we come across it. So. Yeah, it's going to, it'll be here really fast. I mean, it's already, we're already in October. So you know, we got to start getting the word out. How many people do you think are you going to, how many tickets are you thinking? Um, I'm being told by the, the establishment, we can fit 400 people comfortably in this place with the spacing. No, you don't, you guys, with the spacing. I, I wow. Okay. I don't think we're going to get nearly that many people. I'm sorry to say, but <laughs> I don't think we're going to get that many people either. So I'm going to pretty much say right now we're going to have plenty of space. Everyone's going to be very safe. It is a very large room. And um, the fact that it just fell on my lap, I cannot pass it up even in the times of this. That is awesome. It, it's happening really, it's happening really Ooh. fast, but it's, I'm glad it's happening. And the fact that the weather, the way it seems to be, we probably be able to open all the doors and windows on it. Therefore it can almost become an, an outdoor event at that point. So I really want to stress awesome. being safe. This isn't just being stupid. And that's the, that's the key here. We want to have fun and be safe. Yes. Right. Definitely. All right. Well, I mean, we are over our hour, so I'm going to, I'm going to, we should start wrapping things up. Thank you very much for joining us, Nicole. You're welcome. Um, Thanks for having <laughs> me. This has been fun. Good. I hope at some time you'll be willing to join us again. If you ever feel, if you ever have something you want to talk about, just let us know. And we'll bring you back on. You know. Say what, Jack? Oh, what was that? We have your soapbox right over here for you. Oh, thanks. You saved my soapbox for me. <laughs> yeah, cool. no, definitely, guys. This was a lot of fun. I'm glad y'all had me on. So. Yeah. yeah, it's like once again, thank you everybody for listening. Wow, we have a, we have ten people, eleven people watching us now. That's the most we've had live. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking. Um, I'm looking at awesome. the comments. I'm looking at the comments here, and like a good portion of them are like my friends. <laughs> that's <laughs> like, awesome. That's yeah. perfect. So we so see that's and I asked you to join us the first right at the beginning, and you and you were, and you said no, you weren't able to. Um, <laughs> I, I knew you would bring the people. <laughs> <sighs> well, she's well. definitely arrested enough of us. Right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, once again, everybody, thank you for listening. Oh, now we have 13 people. Wow, people are joining us late. Um, sorry, you guys are joining us so late. We're about wrap, we're wrapping it up. We're saying our goodbyes. Um, like I said, talk to us on Facebook for the most part. I do have a Twitter. I don't understand it, so don't. I'm not, I probably won't get it if you sent it, send anything there. <laughs> uh, Facebook is the best place to get in touch with us. Um, Texas Steampunk Connection, obviously, right where this feed is. And I have a, we have an email address, which is just Texas Steampunk Connection at gmail.com. Um, we you can also get in touch with with Jack through Steam Chest, right? As well. Yes. Also, I just post the link to the YouTube channel. 
So perfect. Yeah, we, we'll be on YouTube and a lot of and all the podcasters, all the podcasters out there. Just look for Texas Team Point Connection. It won't be video. Um, if you want the video, that'll be here on Facebook or on YouTube at Steam Chest and Texas Team Point Connection. He does a little bit more editing on it, so you know it looks prettier on his end, on his side. <laughs> you want us to talk about please hit us up at the comments mm -hmm. below on any of these four uh, platforms and we will uh we'll add it to our list of things to do yeah if you if you know of a movie that we that we should know about or a a, a, a band or anything a book a comic a movie you know something you know that, that you want you want us to review what's that did you agree with us on our Nola Holmes? If you did, did you like it? Yeah. What did you think about Nola Holmes? Give us your opinion. Yeah. I think we're under um, trash. I think, um, <laughs> well, you know, I, I paid for this feed. I'm going to keep talking until at least until May. Because <laughs> <So, laughs> that's, that's when the, 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 the fee comes up is in May. Uh, so, um, uh, yep, we, we, we all know Steam Boy. We had, we had that. And I don't know if 204. Um, anyway, so. I'm going to shut up now. Anybody else have anything last words? Thanks okay. for all tuning in. In that case, yep, in that case, uh, mind your gauges. Thank you very much, everybody. And I'm ending the broadcast.